Morning. Well, may not be morning where you are, but that's a little tribute to the homie Steve Lane. Go check him out on Instagram at Peak Primal Health. I uh, I really like following his page. He's just a wealth of knowledge, and I will definitely be sitting down with him on the podcast in the future. So, um, again, Peak Primal Health. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Uh, we have a great episode for you today. And uh, before I get to it, I want to tell you about my friend Justin Bricker. Go check out his podcast, The Why Not Podcast with Justin Bricker. He's sitting down with some amazing humans and having some good conversations. Uh, get a little bit of a different perspective than you know the way I would do it. So uh, go check that out, guys. This episode is brought to you by my good friends over at Jombo Superfoods. Go to jombocbd.com and check out their complete line of products. They have geese and they have sprays and drops and balms. By far my favorite product is their muscle balm. It has been game changing. Um, I use it on a daily basis. Man, it's 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 instant relief. It really is. Um, they have a 100 milligram and a 200 milligram extra strength with menthol. I love them both. Um, I travel with it. It's it's just been game changing. So go check out their full line of products and see what they have for yourself. Um, you may not know what CBD is. It's an adaptogen. So what does that mean? It means it's helping put the body into homeostasis. Our body's always searching for a baseline. And things like CBD help the body with that. So go check them out. You can save 20% off of your entire order by using the code OUTSIDE at checkout. Uh, so one more time, at checkout, use the code OUTSIDE and you will save 20% off of your entire order. On this episode, I sit down with my buddy, Zach Rudder. Zach just recently launched his brand, Underdog Uprising, so he stops by to talk about that. Um, I always enjoy our conversations, talk about mindset and just life. So enjoy, folks. Zach Rudder. All right, Zach Rudder, we are locked and loaded, my friend. Right on. How are you today? Doing just fine, brother. How are you? Good. It's great to sit down with you. Absolutely. Uh, we have a very uh, uh, interesting relationship because, like, it just it's it's one of the it's one of the weird things about uh, social media. Uh, it could be this very weird place, uh, but it, you can also make some really cool connections on there. Absolutely. If if you use it right. It's true. Yeah, we hooked up just from social media and said, hey, let's let's get together, have a conversation. We had uh, some common interests, and yeah, dude. here we are. I know, man. It's it's some Wild. cool shit. You're uh, you're doing some cool things in the space. Hey, man, I'm trying. I'm just trying to follow uh, follow my interests and do shit that I like to do and. It's happening, you know. Yeah. You know, do some cool shit that I enjoy, and and that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. You're building a business right now. Yeah, I'm trying to a little clothing uh, line, but uh, underdog uprising. Underdog uprising, yes, sir. Um, and people look. Some people are just kind of looking at it as like, oh, you're, a little clothing line. You're trying to make some money and sell some shirts. I'm like, that's that's really not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm trying to build like a 
like a community, man, because one of my big things is uh, like I played sports throughout my whole life and like a team camaraderie is like one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Baseball teams and, and shit like that. And uh, leaving that leaving that space is kind of like, man, like I have friends and I have, I have like family, but like that camaraderie of like a real team yeah. is so awesome to have. So that's really what I'm trying to do is just build a community of people who are doubted or underdogs and man, bring those people together man it's just uh bringing some like-minded people together and having some fun yeah i love finding people who um who are like-minded and it's just it's so energizing connecting with people like that um i feel like there aren't as many people in this area that are on like the same vibration that you know that operate on that same level um so it's real exciting uh you know anytime you know you can connect with somebody at least in this area i found like whenever i travel um i definitely connect with those people uh like in austin i've connected with like a lot of people that are on the same wavelength and i don't know if maybe that's just because i'm going to a particular event and there's just people from all over traveling to that but um it's it's different you know what i mean you go to some other places and uh in in st louis is a weird spot there's not as many I would say as pe- as many people with a very like growth mindset. So, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I heard you say that about uh, in our earlier podcast about going to Austin and kind of feeling like you fit in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, St. Louis, I, I agree. I feel like it's a lot of the same type of people and they're just kind of, it's a lot of the, I mean, the nine to five, it, I mean, it's good if you like that, I guess, but it's a lot of the nine to five going into work, going home. It's a lot of the same people. There's not a lot of diversity, right? In St. Louis, which yeah, and that's it, it it, you know if that's what you want, like that's totally fine, right? Um, but I know that's just not for me. I know that's not for you. No. So it's just when when that is the majority, it's, it kind of makes you feel weird, right? Like an outsider yep. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So it's cool to connect with people like that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Not a lot of us around, but uh, when you can find them, it's it's an instant connection which right. is cool. Yeah, so you're trying to build that community, right? Exactly. Like build that tribe. Have you read that book Tribes by Sebastian Younger? One of my favorites. Oh, dude, great book. Like like I said, like camaraderie team, like I don't know what's he say like the the human brain or you can only really make connections with so many people with like 100 people or something. Oh, Dunbar's number, yeah. I think is what that is, like 100 and Right. I can't even fucking remember I mean, what yeah. 120 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that comes down to the whole like having like a really close tight knit team around you that'll like do anything for each other and yeah that's just so so key to have in life in general yeah dude yeah it's 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 so important to have like a, a tribe around you and um i i'm constantly taking audit of the people around me and i have no problem firing people like if they're if they're like not on the same wavelength if they're not trying to you know do the same things as far as um, like you don't have to be doing the exact same thing, but if you're not trying to like better yourself and, uh, and you know definitely. what I mean and build, then I just don't really have time for that. I agree, dude. And uh, it didn't always used to be like that for me. Like I was always, not always, but I, in school I was hanging around some kids that probably weren't going to do much and were into some stupid shit. Yeah. And uh, once you get rid of that, dude, it's just like weight is lifted off your shoulders. Like yeah, there's so much more potential for you because you're not bogged down by somebody going down the wrong path. Yeah. Yeah, you know? it could be game changing. Yeah, yeah. What were you like as a kid? Were you getting in trouble and shit, or? Dude, I was. I mean, I played baseball my whole life. That was basically my life from twelve to seventeen. Yeah. Dude, like competitive baseball, like 
every weekend of the summer out of town. Yeah. Traveling, which was cool. Um, we got to, I got to travel the world, but, or not the world, but the nation and see a bunch of cool shit uh, with some of my best friends, um, which was, I'll never forget, and it was awesome. Yeah. Um, then in school, just made good grades. But, man, my, uh, I did, I hung out with some stupid kids, man. Yeah. Who liked to get into fights, and I thought I was, I've never been in a fight until, shit, I was probably 21. Oh, really? And I just, I hung around the kids that did fight, and I thought I was tough like them. And so you're hanging out with them even after school. Yeah, yep. And then, uh, yeah, I would run, I, would, I thought I was so tough, I would run my mouth to kids. And, yeah. And then in uh, middle school, ran my, mouth, ran my mouth to the wrong guy, and sure enough, he comes up behind me and sucker punches me. Oh, really? Yep, and I didn't hit back, I just cowered down in the corner like a little girl and yeah. cried for the teacher. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, my buddy went and kicked his ass for me because I didn't want to do it myself. Oh, really? Yep. So then uh, a couple of years later, well, after high school, finally got into martial arts, man. I was just yeah sick of not being able to defend myself. It was a case scam up. Yeah. So, yeah, man, just baseball and uh, just missing that uh, – Missing after baseball, I, mean, I, got, I was just so competitive, and it was just every weekend, practice a couple times a week, and I could have played in college. I had opportunity to play, but by that time, I was just so burnt out. Yeah. I, like, I don't want to do this anymore, man. That's, that was my whole childhood. It was just competitive baseball. Yeah, you played like, all as a kid. All, all I did, dude. School, school, high school, and just kind of burned out. Which, yeah, looking back at it now, I wish I would have played in college, but I didn't, and uh, I'm happy with where I am now, so it is what it is. Yeah, man. Well, man, you were all on a journey, right? Absolutely. And uh, I can remember in high school, I almost quit wrestling, and uh, I had my wrestling coach pull me out of out of class, and he was like, "Hey, man," he's like, "I think you'd be making a really big mistake," and I was re- I was just so uh, turned off by it. I had a very uh, disappointing uh, football career in high school, and like that was like my everything yeah. at the time. I was way better at wrestling though. And uh, I was like, fuck, man, well, I'm just I'm just tired of sports. I don't want to do this shit anymore. So I was like, I'm done with wrestling. So he pulled me out and um, had a little conversation with me. And then I fucking ended up wrestling, which was like the best decision ever. Because wrestling was that thing that really like changed my entire life. But um, yeah, dude, you it's it's easy to miss that, camar- you know, that camaraderie that yeah. you have, that brotherhood. Dude, you know? I wish I would have wrestled. <laughs> I'm so jealous of people who went through that, dude. Like my... Uh, I know you you follow Jocko and David Goggins and those guys. Oh yeah, and like I I I mean I didn't grow up with a silver spoon, but mm-hmm. I mean I I didn't have it rough. Um, like my parents were never really together, so I I always had my mom's side and my dad's side. And it's not like I never saw. I was one week at my mom's, one week at my dad's, back and forth pretty much my whole life. Okay, which was kind of cool. Um, but at the same time, it's like man, like. So I got a stepmom and a stepdad, like, pretty much my whole life. Yeah. I had half-brothers, step-brothers, half-sisters, yeah. like, all that. I don't have, like, I don't have a brother or sister that's from my same parents. Yeah. So it's kind of always, like, and I'm kind of, like, always, like, the lone wolf, kind of. Like, I have a family over here and a family over here. Yeah. But, like, they got their own shit going on, like, with my mom, stepdad. Yeah. Their kid. You're my like dad, stepmom, their kids. Yeah. So I was kind of always in the middle and never felt. Don't get me wrong, man. My parents fucking loved me. Like, it's not like I was had a rough childhood. Um, what I'm getting at is, oh, I kind of wish that I did. Like, I wish I had a little rougher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
David Goggins would always talk about the struggle, right? And I didn't have a whole bunch of struggle growing up. And so now I'm at a point where I enjoy, like, pushing that struggle to myself. Like, yeah, I enjoy putting myself through, like, just shit. Yeah. And I find peace in that, which is weird because that was the exact opposite of me as a kid is I would take the easy road any way I could. Yeah. Now I'm at a point where, like, dude, like, I want to do something fucking hard. Like, yeah. Anything. Dude, I, rem- I was at the grocery store the other day buying dog food. And uh, I just went in. And it's at the very back of the damn store. So I go back there, pick it up, and don't get a card or anything. That's the only thing I was in there for. Grab it, put it on my shoulder. Yeah. Walk up to the line, and there's like three or four people in line. I'm standing there. All right, it's getting pretty fucking heavy. <laughs> and then. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see how long can I fucking keep this bag here, right? And then I get, there's a, like a mom and a little, and a, her daughter, I guess, come up behind me. I'm like, all right, perfect. Yeah. You guys can go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. Is <laughs> like, how long can I fucking like put my fucking shoulder through this struggle? Yeah. Just because. Just finding little ways I to like make little shit like that, dude. It's, yeah. I love it. That's important. Is, it is. Yeah. It is. People don't, people don't do that much. And uh, they always take the easy road, man, which will get you by, but struggle so good for you yeah man the path of least resistance is is the natural tendency 100 mm-hmm. percent. but um at least you found that right because some people don't ever find that um that you know that solace in the struggle you know what i mean because it is important to to challenge yourself and, and to be uncomfortable and to find you know comfort in the discomfort exactly yeah. and to fail and to oh, do shit wrong yeah. yeah it's it's so key if I mean, if you go through life never failing or never going through something hard, by the time you're 20, 30, 40, you're going you're gonna to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what, what, what woke that up for you? Like, what made you realize, like, that is, you know, the path? Uh, well, one thing I would say is martial arts, for sure. Yeah. Um, jiu-jitsu, for sure. Because um, I, I suck at jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But I just love it. I love going in there and grinding and just get my ass kicked you yeah know? and uh another i mean another one is that really opened my eyes is uh goggins's book can't hurt me yeah i haven't listened to it yet um i have it on audible dude i've read a lot of books that's by far my favorite and it's he puts it in a way to where you can really implement it right away yeah like i don't i, I think it's like chat he does like a challenge after on every chapter okay but dude, it's. I mean, that was really, right away, game changer. Yeah, like what was recently? Account? Yeah. Um, I, man, he does like a, like one of them's like a. I think it's the first one. It's like. You do. Uh, you just write down your goals. Basically, it's basically a goal, like a goal list. But you, post it note and put them on your mirror. Oh yeah. That you look at every morning. That's yeah, that's good. And there's just a real tangible like, step that you can do. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think there's like ten of them. Man, yeah. I wonder. I'm. I read the book probably, well, I know it's only been out for a couple months now, but I'm gonna, about to start reading it again. Yeah, it's a good one to reread. It'll be the only one. Did you get one. the physical copy or did yeah. you? Yeah. Physical copy. Yeah, I went to Barnes & Noble to pick it up. <coughs> and I was like, yeah, we don't we don't have that. You can you got to order it. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, print on demand. So we only print it when people buy it. I'm like, oh, 
people are going to buy the shit out of this thing. You better start printing them. Yeah. Hey, man, it's kind of smart, though, because he didn't want to overprint and That's then true. just save money. That makes sense, for, especially for his first book. Yeah, I um I almost bought it, like the physical copy, but then I went with the Audible book. Um, I heard them talking about it on Joe Rogan, and um, he really vouched for the guy who read it for him. Yeah, and there's, then, like, extra stuff in there, too. Yeah, and then there's, like, additional content. Yeah. A lot of those Audible books are doing that. See, I don't. I can't get into audible books. I mean, to me, it's just like a podcast for the most part. I really gotta, I really gotta check and see um, who the narrator is because sometimes I just can't take the narrator. Yeah. But uh, it's a good way to get through some information. For definitely, sure. definitely. It's yeah, game changing. Listen dude. to it in your car. It just flies by and stuff. Yeah, on the plane, in the car, on a run. Well, I don't really. I quit listening to to things when I run because of David Goggins. Same. Yeah, man. I can't remember whenever he was. His, probably when he was on Joe Rogan or something like that. He talked about how he didn't listen to anything. So it's probably been just to make it tougher. Yeah, it's probably been at least a year now. I'd say that I haven't been running without it, without That's listening awesome. to music. Yeah, it's been game changing. I really like it. It's very um, therapeutic and peaceful. I agree. Man, I was in a very uh, negative headspace. Um, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half ago or so. And uh, I was like, fuck, man, uh, I need to get out of this. So, like, I went for this uh, uh, a long run. I love trail runs. Um, I love running through the woods. It's just so peaceful. And I had just rained, though. I knew it was just going to be muddy, and I just knew it was going to suck. Mm-hmm. So I just just went and just, like, my, my shoes, you can see they're all fucking muddy over there. I just sloshed through, like, six miles of mud, That's dude. Awesome. And you just hear just... Not, not, yep. just you know just the the plunk of the of my feet in the in the in the the fucking wet mud it's awesome but not I, only that but it's therapeutic yeah you get in a, in a rhythm too with your breath yeah with with your with your footwork and it, it just it just works yeah much better yeah it was well, interesting to see where your thoughts go yeah man it gives you a lot of time to think i have some of my best ideas when i'm running i don't always have time to like write i can't write them down so i'm like all right i gotta remember that dude yeah. I think of so much cool shit that I never remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Sucks. It's so handy to write that shit down. It is. Yeah. Even in, I don't even write shit on my phone. I always forget. Even if I have my phone on me, I'll, go, I'll do it. I'll, I'll remember that. I'll write it down later. Nope. No. Nope. That's gone. You won't remember it. <laughs> you won't remember it, man. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a runner? Do you run? So, no. I f- hate running, dude. So, um, after reading that book, I'm like, all right, what do I, one of the things I hate most in the world is running. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start running. I'm going to start running a lot. And I did for a while. Um, and it sucked, but it was awesome at the same time. Yeah. Because that was the one thing I hated to do more than anything. Yeah. Is yeah. run. Yeah. I did it every day for a while. But dude, I've been, I've been in a little bit of a rut myself. Yeah. No. Not eating what I'm supposed to be eating. Not going to the gym like I'm supposed to. Yeah, I hear you, man. Dude, it's just. It's tough to stay on the grind. Yeah. It's tough. Um, and you hear these guys talk about, like, there's no end game. It's, if you want It's just constant. It's, it's always constant. It's eternity. It's so hard to do. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But, dude, once, I can lock in for a while, a couple months. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I, somehow I just, I fall off and I take a month off and then, all right, I, and something clicks, I, all right, I'm back on it. Yeah, man, you just got to, like, set yourself up for, like, uh, I used to have fighting for that, right? Mm-hmm. I was, all right, man, I, I signed a fucking contract. Right, and got a like, date in mind. Now I have, you know, 90 days to get in shape. And then, like, over the course of time, it's just, like, this is just the way I, I live. So, like, I eat, for the most part, pretty healthy. But I would probably say the last, like, few weeks, I've been kind of off of it, eating way more, like, sugar than I should and whatnot. Like, I can, it manifests in my skin. My skin breaks out and shit. 
And, uh, yeah, I just think about how much better I feel. And uh, it's funny, I was just thinking about this last night because uh, I've been I've been really, like, debating, like, doing the 75 hard with Dude. Andy Frazella. Me too. And um, I did it one day, and I, I failed. I've been, I've been failing every day for, like, the past, like, 10 days. Hey, <laughs> I'm just like... Uh, Dude, I wake up and I'm like, all right, man, let me get my 10 pages in. I get my 10 pages in. And I'm like, all right, man, well, I'll get like one of the workouts in. I won't get both of the workouts mm-hmm. in. And like yesterday, I walked outside for 45 minutes. All right, cool. I got my first one in. It's outside. Perfect. But I didn't read. I just worked all day yesterday. And then it's like, fuck, man. And then I just haven't been perfect on my diet like I should be. And it's just like, it's easy to find these little excuses. And the thing is, 75 days isn't hard. Like, I've I've gone longer than 75 days doing shit perfect. So it's like, it's not that I can't do it. It's just I'm not doing it. And it's just like, I, man, I've just always had this thing to keep me going. It's like, all right, well, fighting was always like, all right, I need, I, it's money. Like, money's on the fucking line. My reputation's yeah. on the line. Everybody's going to be watching. Like, of course I'm going to be, like, fucking perfect on my shit. You yeah, know no what choice. I mean? But the thing is, like, you feel so good. It only sucks at the beginning. And I and I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, everybody, you know, in the in the health and wellness space, you know, being a trainer and a coach and shit like this, like, you always try to almost make think everybody, like, feel good about things. And we're always trying to be positive. But sometimes you just have to face the facts that things suck. And the one thing that I was thinking about was when it comes to, you know, eating like you're gonna go to bed unsatisfied every night yep. you just are you're not gonna you're not gonna be satisfied when you go to bed because at least when you're like me that's when the you know the the cravings really kick in like that's whenever like you're really craving like the the sugars or the sweets or mm-hmm. or the carbohydrates or whatever it is so you're not gonna be fucking satisfied because you're gonna have those cravings and you have to say no to them but eventually you 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 get used to the dissatisfaction and then you do become satisfied and then it's just not even an issue anymore. Yeah, and that shit doesn't even sound good anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But dude, that 75 hard is, that's fucking cool. Yeah. That's really cool that I did that. that um, it's a simple challenge. It's so simple, theory. dude. That's the thing that people don't understand and even if they do understand, like I understand and I know what I need to do to be in shape and to be healthy and it's so simple. You move, lift some weight, all you got to do is move around and eat healthy. You do it every day. So simple. Not easy, but simple. Yeah. Well, I like that because it's it's um, it's um like, so for the folks listening, they don't know, right? So it's, you have to work out, well, what, do you, what was the first one? Was it work out twice a day or be perfect on your diet? Oh, shit. I don't know if, uh, what order they were in. Uh, okay. Either yeah. way, you have to work out twice a day. Right. 45 minutes each. One of those have to be outside. Right. No matter what. Rain, right. snow, whatever. Right. You have to be perfect on your diet, whatever mm-hmm. that may be for you. Like, there's right. no parameters on specifically what these workouts yeah. or, or diets should be. Just, you know, it can scale to you. Mm-hmm. And then you have to drink a gallon of water. Mm-hmm. You have to read 10 pages a day, mm-hmm. and you have to take a picture of yourself That's every right, day. A picture. Do that every day for 75 days. That's it. No compromise. That's fucking tough. You know what I did, though? What I did wonder, though, on the reading, because he said there's no compromise. Like, what about Audible books? Does that not count? Like, is it a physical book? Does he want a physical book? That's I can. he said. Did he? Okay. Well, I don't know. He didn't say it specifically he hard said, book, but he just said he read 10 pages. No substitutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He said read 10 pages. Right. But you hear, you hear so many people. I have this thing to where like, I do audible books. I actually differentiate reading from like listening. Yeah. But a lot of people say they read yeah. whenever they're talking about audible books. So I was just like, uh, that's probably hey, like, man, that's, if, a, that's a weird. If someone get goes, a goddamn book and read 10 pages. If someone goes through 75 hard and they don't read 10 pages a day and they listen to half an hour worth of audible book. Does that count? I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, you know, because I think he wants the actual physical reading the pages and being an active reader, which I can dig that. I mean, I have yeah. a, t- a ton of fucking books I read all the time. So it's not a hard thing to do. It's just to consistently do it and to not let up. Consistency is a key, dude. Like, After the first, like, two weeks, it will probably be pretty easy. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like you said, uh, consistency, but consistency uh, can go both ways, dude. Like, once you get in a rut eating like shit. You're going to keep eating like shit. It's easy to let yourself off the hook. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've been I've been dealing with that. It's so hard. Like, dude, for me, like, if I get in a rut, like, and I'm working, like, doing shit every day, it takes, for whatever reason, it takes me to have, like, a day off to really get shit back together. Like, to go grocery shopping, to get, I like having shit written out, like a workout written out for the week. I love having my shit planned out. And if it's not planned, if I don't have that day off, I just fucking, oh, well, well, I'll wait till one day when I'm off. I'll, I'll get it going then. Yeah. It's like so easy to procrastinate and push it off and push it off and push it off. But if you just fucking do it right then and there. Yeah. I don't know if you heard this. I don't know who even who's brought it up. There's like a five-second rule um, about getting shit done. Like if you think about, oh, I need to do that. If you just fucking get up and do it in five seconds, you'll get it done. Yeah. If you push it, it off. Yeah. Who knows? It might not get done. Just do it right now. Just do it. No yeah. matter how what you're doing, how shitty you feel, just get up and do it. Man, that's a game changer. I've done that and it helps for sure. It's not easy, but yeah. it definitely helps. Yeah, I think about that all the time. Um have you read the book The Obstacle is the Way? Mm-mm. I can't remember. I think Ryan uh I can't remember who wrote it, but um it's very it's a kind of a book about stoicism. And essentially, it's just saying that, uh, you know, like whatever that, you know, that resistance is, whatever the obstacle, the challenge is, it's like that, that instead of trying to avoid it and resist it, like that really is like the way, like that is the path to like growth and like becoming better. Like don't avoid it, like face it head on. Do the hard shit. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Simple. Not easy. No, it is simple. It is simple, man. That's why I try to focus on just day in and day out, man. Just uh, being productive as fucking possible. That's the thing. Do people, uh, like fitness-wise, people are always trying to do, like, oh, I got I to gotta get get in shape for summer. Oh, I got a wedding coming up. I got to get in shape. Okay, then what? Yeah. What, what about after the wedding? What are you going to do then? Yeah. Like, it's not a two-month game. It's a lifelong lifestyle you have to keep doing it yeah or else you're just gonna go back to normal it never ends you gotta always gotta be moving your body yeah i try to get like goals of like uh do a handstand or fucking do the splits or yeah, yeah. things like that the splits yeah i don't know if i'll be able to do that i mean you can it just takes a long time consistent i'm not consistent on that one or the handstand push-ups I'm not consistent on any of that shit. I would just, I just want to be able to hold the handstand, just hold that shit. Uh, my son. People make it look so easy, dude. Dude, they make it look, yeah, but it takes time and balance, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, my son's in tumbling. He'll be able to do one way before me. Damn, he's killing it. Yeah, that's good. How old is he? He's uh, he'll be 11 this year. Dude, he's gonna be strong as hell. Hopefully. Gymnastic stuff. Yeah, he's gonna be a savage. Yeah. He's in jujitsu, I'm guessing too. Yeah, yeah. Him and my daughter both been doing jujitsu for two years now. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking train some savages. Haven't trained them on striking yet. I did a little bit when they were like younger, but now they're a little bit older. Yeah. Start training them and everything. That's awesome. Just so they can defend themselves. But uh, yeah, man, consistency really is key, dude. Just uh, just day in and day out. Just the monotonous. 
fucking it's not sexy it's not you know extravagant but damn dude the more people that i talk to that are like killing it in the game you know there's a lot of uh i mean there's just a lot of similarities there yeah they do the simple shit that everyone <coughs> is aware of that needs to be done and they just keep doing it yeah and they keep doing it yeah they don't take a day off yeah you know they're not doing anything crazy they're not doing anything fancy it's just the shit everyone knows that they need to do is just they do it. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm talking all the shit. I don't do it. It's fucking tough, but yeah, that's man. The, that's the goal. That's the name of the game, man. It's just to do it. Yeah, it you really is. I mean? And like you said, that that five second rule is important. Like, I, there's so many times where like I've gotten an email or something, and I'll look at it, and then I'll just I'll, I'll respond to that later. This, ah, fuck, I almost I almost did it the other day. I'm like, no, I'm gonna fucking respond to this right now. Like, get this done. Yeah, it's the only way to do Dude, it. Even with little oh. Laundry's done in, in the dryer. Mm, I'm sitting down watching TV. I'll go get it later. Yeah. What? Yeah. How do you overcome Ooh. those moments? It's tough, dude. Most A lot of time I don't. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, a lot of times I don't. Um, but then five minutes later, I feel like shit because I didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if you do it, it's going to suck, but you're going to feel good about it. If you don't do it, and have five minutes worth of relaxation, but then you're gonna feel like shit. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. At least I do. I think. God, you lazy piece of shit. <coughs> well, I think about you know, just you do that. I think it's about just catching yourself and just doing better yeah. every time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think about how much better I feel tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I notice is if I do, like, if I get off my ass and do one thing that I don't want to do, once I get that done, I uh, I can do another. I can Build just do momentum. something else. Exactly. Yeah. Once you get once you get up and get going and doing something, you can, you can get on a roll and then then you're on to something. Yeah. Do you have any mantras that you like to repeat to yourself or anything like that? Um, one that I use a lot is uh, from Jocko. It's good. Yeah. Actually, got it tattooed on my arm. It's probably my favorite thing. Is uh, it's basically it's just the word good. Um, like for instance, if something goes wrong, um, his way of looking at it is good yeah now now we're gonna figure something else out we're gonna do this like you got a job interview you didn't get the job good yeah go improve now you have time to go improve your resume do something else you know what i mean um the mission failed you always like to say good yeah it Work can, it can always be a positive yeah exactly that's all it is is turning something negative into a positive and it's so simple um okay good forget yeah. about it what's, yeah. what's next yeah you know and, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. I have a lot of little things I'll say to myself, but like in those moments of where I'm like really procrastinating, I'll tell myself like, don't, don't put off, you know, uh, until tomorrow what you can do to like what you can do today. So I'll just, I'm like, all right, just do it tonight. Like do it right now. Yep. Do it today. Don't put it off till Get tomorrow. Get it done. And it feels so good to do it. Yeah. You know, man, that's, uh, I'm coaching, uh, baseball now and, uh, it's the coolest shit I've ever done. Um, Fourteen-year-old kids. And I'm trying to like baseball's great and it's awesome. Yeah. But that's not why I'm there. I'm there to like like give these kids like life lessons that I've been through and like, and, like create like grown men. Yeah. That are respectable and confident and know that they can do whatever they want to do. And uh, with baseball it's kind of hard to like instill i want to instill like that dog mentality like you can do whatever you you can beat whoever yeah um 
and I kind of got that through martial arts. Like two guys get locked into a cage and one of them's going to win. You got to have a mindset that you're not walking out of there with a loss. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to instill like that, that nasty, just dog, like do whatever the fuck it takes to win mm-hmm. mentality into these kids in a way that they can translate it to life, which is a lot harder on a baseball field than it is in a gym. Yeah. Um, because it's not one-on-one, man. It's like, it's a strategy. It's a game. It's a, it's a baseball bat and a ball. But, um, man, these kids have taught me, uh, a lot more, I think, than I can, I could ever teach them, dude. It's, uh, it's really, really rewarding to, uh, have, I mean, we got, we've had, we're on like week 10 of a 12 week, uh, winter, like program. Mm -hmm. And these kids are just coming in there twice a week, just getting after it, dude. Yeah. And it's so cool to see. Uh, it's really rewarding and to have all these kids kind of look up to you in a way, um, you coach kids jiu-jitsu too, right? Yeah, man, coaching is cool. I've been coaching kids jiu-jitsu for a couple of years now. Yeah, it's interesting to see, like, all these little personalities and, you know, I have to communicate things to them so they understand it and, you know, break it down in a very, you know, simple way. So challenging. Yeah, it is challenging. But once once they get something, their eyes light up and they're like, oh, oh yeah, shit. It's super cool to see. Thank you so much. And then yeah. you're like, wow, no, thank you. Yeah. It's wild, dude. I love it. I yeah. love it. Has it made you uh, – does it help, like, just your understanding of the game even even better? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's crazy. Like, you think, what do they say? Whatever. The, if you can teach it to a kid, you can you really know it. Yeah. Um, but you think you know something, but then once you start talking about it and trying to explain it to someone, you're like, oh, shit. Like, I, I know it, but that's really hard to explain it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? really, like, yeah. And not just for them to to understand at the moment, but for them to, like, catch that and then add their own twist and improve on it in their own way um it's so cool dude and then seeing these kids like we have practices saturdays at seven in the morning Mm -hmm. and uh they just come in ready to rock dude like there's no complaining there's no oh i don't want to be here they come in they're ready to work they don't give a shit about anything else they just want to come in and play baseball yeah it's so cool to see yeah man simple times Mm -hmm. life is much more simple than that's what i'm saying dude i'm I tell people all the time, dude, I'm just a kid who happens to be 26 years old. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on in life. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to do shit that I like to do. Yeah. But I'm just a kid, man. I I don't have shit together. And uh, then and I always tell those people, and they're like, dude, that's everybody, man. Yeah, man. We're Nobody's all just, got their shit together. We're all they might it look out. like it. Yeah. And they might have, like, some successful things going on. But, dude. We're all just kids that had to grow up. Yeah, success know? is relative too, right? I oh. mean, it just depends on how you're measuring that. Dude, that's so that's so true. Because uh, I mean, I uh, I've had I serve right now. It's basically my main source of income. I serve at Billy G's. Okay. And uh, I've had corporate jobs. I've worked in an office and made good money and done all that shit. But now, I mean, now I serve and I work less hours. I get to coach all three days a week, yeah, um, which is real what I really love doing, and I have all kinds of free time to do shit that I like to do, and I'm making just as much money, but you meet someone that you uh you've never met their first question, "Oh, what do you do for work?" Oh, I serve dude everyone's you can I can tell people like, "Oh, really, yeah, like yeah, 
I fucking serve tables. A lot of and people I make do. Just as much money as I did working forty hours a week in an office. Yeah. Uh, grinding away at a job I hated. Well, people are also just assuming like that's all you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Which is it's just tough, but it's we yeah we do this thing where why we is judge the first people. question anyone asks you? Oh, what do you do for work? What what are you doing for work? Blah blah blah. Yeah. It's like who cares? What what are you interested in? Should be a question. Yeah. Like what do you do for fun? You know. Yeah. Not how much money do you make? What's most people, their whole life is their work. That's the right. problem, right? So they can only, they're just kind of asking questions from their, their own perspective and yeah. their own fucking, you know, kind of priorities. It's all work. Yep. Which I like to say this thing, you know, it, it hit me like work is a thing that you get to do, not a place that you have to go. And a lot of places, a lot of people, they all fucking just associate work with this place that they go. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm always fucking working. Like, it, most of the time when I'm on my phone, it's usually because I'm working. And, yeah. and they, but it just people just assume that you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, once you get to a point where you don't give a shit what anyone else thinks, yeah, money, yeah, you're in the you're in the clear. Um, which, dude, it took a while for me because, I mean, I hate I hate telling people that I serve, but I don't know why. Yeah, like, well, it's gives ego. A shit? It, it is. It humbles you. Though. It is. Yeah. Um, but man, it just it's. That's opened up so many more opportunities for me. Uh, it's been it's been awesome. I mean, I've served tables part time since I was fifteen. Um, so I've always, even when I had a full time job, I, I served on weekends just save extra money and in, uh, in in that aspect, which is awesome. But even now, full time, it's I don't know. I just don't understand the whole concept of of uh, looking down on someone. Like I'm just I don't I hate judging people. Do like. Everyone's doing their own shit. Focus on your own shit. Yeah. And uh, just be interested in what other people are doing. But there's no no need to judge other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, hey, man. And it's not even like it, it's not even like it gets me down or like gets me sad. It's just yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just kind of puts a chip on your shoulder. Some people are like that, man. You just, that's why it's important to find the ones who aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you just can't can't give a fuck about the other people. Yep. Just doing your own thing. I love it. I th- I love it because it's all a part of the story. Like uh, I fucking like when I was in L.A. for you know the past uh, a week or two mm-hmm. ago, whatever it was. Like I was fucking camping out of a van the whole week, awesome. <laughs> dude. Like it's how I love the fucking story. Like don't get me wrong, it wasn't the most comfortable thing to be doing. I bet. <laughs> like, it wasn't. Glam- that sounds awful. It wasn't fucking glamorous by any stretch of the imagination. But I wanted to be out in L.A. and like I had things to get done and like it was the most make af- it work. It was the most affordable way to get it done, right? Hell so. Yeah. It's the fucking story, man. This is the grind, dude. Yep. Like, you know, people are like asking, hey, man, where are you staying out here? I'm like, I my ego kind of like, oh, man, I'm staying in the fucking van. Like, it kind of like, yeah. I felt kind of bad about that, right? But on the same note, like, it's also a really fucking cool story. It is, and that gave you uh, a chance to go. I mean, you could have easily said, um, like, oh, I don't have, I don't have the, uh, the funds to stay in a hotel for a week. Uh, maybe next year I'll, be able, I'll save up and I'll go. Yeah. Well, fuck that. Just stay in the van and go. Dude, yeah, I had no, I had no idea how the fuck I was like, what awesome. was gonna happen or what was going. Luckily, as you know, I knew some people out there. They let me use like you know the bathroom and different things, so nice. it all worked out. Like showers were available and that's dope. good people that's were around. Cool. So, yeah, dude, like I love shit like that. I love like just simple shit, dude. Like I, I say all the time that I wish, to a certain degree, that I, that I was alive, dude, like hundreds of years ago. Something about like, just being so. uh so like primal and just like 
having to hunt for your food and just life was so simple back then. Yeah. There's just something about that that really intrigues me. Um, just fucking like, do you hunt? No, I don't. I really want to start bow hunting. I've been talking about it for years. Dude, I just you got to. I just haven't bought a bow. You'd fucking love it. I would. But something like about that, like that lifestyle of just like the hunter gatherer, is just so intriguing to me. Like, I oh yeah, I can dig it. I love nature. There's love a lot hunting. of times I'm just like, man, I don't. I want to go outside of my like my backyard's woods. Mm-hmm. I always uh, am contemplating like, dude, I just kind of want to see. I want to go out there and like just set up a camp like a do it. For like three days. Why not? I might. Might as well. I've Shit. been, ta- I've it's been, out there. I've been thinking about it for go, a while. Just go sleep out there. Fuck. I want. To, I'm going to. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You I'm should. Going to, I'm going to document that shit. Write it all. Write it all Hell down. Hell yeah, dude. Record yourself. Little dude. fucking little snippets. Mm-hmm. Getting your thoughts. Dude, I walk around barefoot all the time. I'm always barefoot. I fucking. I'm always out in the woods. I love it. We're meant to be with nature. One hundred percent. You have barefoot shoes. Yeah, I do. I got some Vivo barefoots over there. Game changing. I like them a so lot. Key. I um but yeah. You wear man. those round people are like, What what the hell what the hell are you doing? Dude, you, I had a I had a those? I was working at this con I was for it was a like a five or six month contract not too far away from here, this company that was owned by Pfizer and um dude I'm in this this fucking office and everybody's unhappy and like I refuse to be anybody but me. Like I don't give a fuck about these people. Like I'm here to do a job and to stack up some money while I'm like I'm working on my own thing. Mm-hmm. But they want you to conform and be who they want you to be, right? And they want you to be miserable like them. Everybody's miserable. Everybody's out of shape. Nobody's eating well. Everybody's stressed. Everybody hates the happy guy in the office. Yeah, nobody's moving. And me, I make sure I take two 15-minute breaks every fucking day, and I go outside and I walk barefoot. Nice. Everybody was asking me about it. Like, people didn't like it. But it's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Like, this isn't my job. Like, yeah. I'm just here right now. To for serve a purpose, but I'm not going to sacrifice who I am for you people. Right. And like they didn't like that at all. But it's just so important. I needed that to fucking recenter myself because it was just such bad energy in that office. Right. Everything was just bad. And you got your job done. What you got done? What you needed to do? Like you did your job. Yeah, dude. It's not like, hard what stuff. What the fuck else matters? Why is everyone? What? What? What does that matter? Yeah, dude. I, that's, that's why I have a hard time with um like the. The hourly, you know, like, you know, be at work 40 hours type deal. Because, like, whenever I went to um, to salary, honestly, I was probably only working, like, 30 hours a week whenever yeah. I had my corporate job. But I was killing it. I was doing as much in 30 hours a week as what everybody's doing Dude, in, like, 40 right. to 50 hours a week. So yeah. I'm just like... Quit hating. <laughs> Efficiency is just is important. <laughs> and dude. it gets punished in the corporate world, dude. That's why I'm just like, fuck that, man. Like, when you're doing it for yourself and and you – I mean, I have way more on my plate now. Like, efficiency is fucking key. Like, yeah. I have to be efficient. Like, if you could get done in five hours what somebody else could get done in eight, why sit at your desk and not have shit to do for three hours? And most people do. That's the thing. Most people are just miserable at their job because yeah. of that. Start looking at the clock right after lunch. How long till five? I was in that. I did it, dude. It's like dude, it's every time, every day after lunch, uh, one o'clock. Okay, dude. How long till five? It's not a way to live. No, it's, it's awful. really not a way to live. That's it's the awful. thing. But um, you know, it's it's just. Uh, I will say though, um, if you are in that space, the people that you work with uh, could make a hell of a difference. Like if you're with working with like friends or or people you really get along with and really have which is hard to find obviously in a corporate space but if you're around people that are uh that are your friends and you can joke around with and have some fun with that that can at least make it uh make it so you can deal with it sure yeah
Yeah, man. I mean, again, this goes back to people, right? Mm-hmm. Having the right people around you. Yeah. There's usually that one, that one person that you can, that one work best friend. Right. Yep. <laughs> Everyone's got that one work buddy they can talk to. Yeah, man. I had a guy like that whenever I was working at Express Scripts and I was in the call center. He sat right next to me and we would talk every day. I helped that dude lose over like a hundred pounds. Damn. Just like, yeah, man, just coaching him every fucking day, talking to him, like checking in with him every day. What is he eating? And uh, yeah, he lost a lot of weight. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, man, we were like both going through. I was going through uh, like my divorce at the time, like right at the beginning, of the separation. And then he, I think he, not too long separated from his wife. Like we were like <laughs> each other's support system yeah, during awesome. that time. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's good to have people, man. You need yeah, people that can that can make it a uh, at least livable for a while. Yeah. Still won't make it good forever, but yeah. that'll help. Definitely. Some people like that shit, though, man. Some that people thrive. Some people really do enjoy working and, and having an employer. And that's totally cool because we need workers. You know, not everybody yeah, can be the boss. And that's totally cool, too. Um, I just have an issue when people sacrifice their health mm-hmm. for for the job because at the end of the day, the job probably isn't really going to care about you. Right. For, I just want to see people be happy, dude. That's all I, I really care about. Just fucking be happy, man. If, it, if you don't like what you're doing and you have an opportunity to get out, get out. Yeah. Do something else. Like, there's always something better. You know, there's always, if you're in that space, there's always something you can do that you really enjoy. But some people enjoy it. Some people love the little rat race or whatever they call it. And they can grind away and grind away. It's just yeah. not for other people. So Yeah. Hey, did you listen to that uh, Joe Rogan with uh, Andrew Yang? No. Oh, man, you got to check that out. Dude, so, I listen to so many of those, but no, not that one. He's running for president, what? and he's running on, um, like, the, the basis of, like, universal basic income where, like, everybody gets $1,000 a month. God. Dude, I'm fucking for it, bro. I'm for it. He has such a good, um, compelling argument, and it's really based off, essentially, so automation is, like, where we're at and it's where we're headed, and it's inevitable. We're going to automate more and more jobs. Sure. So as we do that, there's going to be far less people to actually – there's going to be far less jobs that need to be filled by people. Um, And you're seeing this in factories already today, and you're going to see it, uh, I mean, you're seeing it in, like, fulfillment centers by Amazon. You're going to see it especially in, like, the trucking industry. Just Mm -hmm. think about how many men are going to lose their job once we have trucks that can drive 24 hours a day. You know what I mean? So there's all these different industries that are going to not have jobs, so he's running off the like the the platform of you know giving everybody a thousand dollars a month, and it's basically just this, essentially meeting like basic needs. And then now people aren't like fucking stressed out, and they you know then you can go and be productive, or maybe it will allow you to go uh, pursue more meaningful things in life. And uh, yeah, it's, it's basically just going to be addressing an issue which is coming, and it, like it's inevitable. Like sure. we're already in the midst of it. Right. I mean, every side uh, has their argument, I guess, but uh, a lot of people aren't going to do good things with that money. I mean, you know that, but... Like what? Uh, some people are going to, I don't know. Go out and blow it, go right? Go out and blow it on so stupid you know shit. What, so or, you know what that does, right? That fuels the economic system, so it's going to be pumped back into the economy, that's right? So, so that's a good thing. That, that's why we have you know tax returns, right? So if people get this huge-ass tax return usually or something, then they just go and spend it, right? So yep. then that just fuels the economy, fuels growth. That's true. So that's a part of it, right? So, I mean, if everybody has an extra 1000 bucks in their pocket, then, you know, then you can go spend some money hey, on some shit. I'll take all the money you'll give me. I mean, a lot of small businesses would be able to appreciate that, I'm sure. Absolutely. Have people have an extra 1000 bucks to come spend with them. Yeah. 
it would work for me. Yeah. I'd put it right into business. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just interesting. I would. I, I don't know, man. I don't have all the answers, but he had a very fucking compelling um, argument. I know from my perspective, I think it'd be pretty cool to get $1,000 a month. It's not going to make me work any less. I, I can tell you that. It would just make my life a whole lot less stressful. Right. And like that's a that's an amount of money to where like it's not going to really uh, – I don't know. People can't live off a thousand dollars a month, you, so you have to do something uh, to subsidize to, for sure, to, right? To add on to that, um, yeah, that's interesting. I have to listen to that. It's a fucking really good one. But I'd be interested in to hear. I'd li- like to listen to that, and I'd like to listen to a counter argument. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, politics is not my game, bro. Not at all. <laughs> it's not mine really either. Um, I'm just trying to keep my ear to the ground on certain things. Uh, I just thought that was just so interesting to yeah, hear that. Yeah, that. That, that does sound just interesting. Because I think about just, you know, big picture conceptually. Um, from my perspective, like I have quite a bit of student loan debt. And um, it's really I'm, – I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. So I feel like it's it's held me back for a long time because I've really just been focused on like i got to pay off this debt. So mm-hmm. I've always been focused on debt. And then now I've, I've really just put it out of the back of the mind. Like I'm just focused on like growing wealth, like just getting more money, earning money. Like that's what my focus is. And I, I've really felt that shift. It's really actually helped a lot. But addressing the debt and like addressing the like that issue, it's it's a big issue. There's – fucking millions of people who are just uh, like the way the system is set up because the government started subsidizing uh you know the loans and basically guaranteeing everybody gets a loan for school now in return colleges can say all right cool the money's guaranteed the feds are going to pay for it so now they just start increasing the you know the cost of school far exceeding like uh, inflation so it's you know three four times the amount so School's way expensive. You have kids who can get, you know, federal loan, you know, federally backed loans up to like, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars. You know, you're eighteen whenever you start entering into this agreement, you don't know shit, right? Or you can get you can get that loan, but you can't get a loan for, like, for a house or you know, a like, car. Or like twenty thousand dollars for yeah, a business loan no or chance. something. You know right. what I mean? So you can enter into this loan knowing and, and you can't forbear on this loan either. It's always there. It doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. This is the one type of debt that doesn't go away, right? So you're you're putting people um like in a hole from the get go. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, like it's it's, the worst. it's, it's, it's creating indentured servants is what it is. Like it's awful. A, dude. So I have an issue with that because okay, let's just say bringing it back to the universal basic income Dude, if I get a thousand bucks a month, I was just gonna go straight to that. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, it's just gonna, it's just like, all right, cool. Like, here you go, government, take your money back for the next, like, I don't know, fifty, sixty payments, however, with interest because right. interest, fucking, Fuck, dude, dude they kill you with interest, bro. It's like you're not even paying it off, dude. You're not. <laughs> it's the worst, dude. Yeah. So it's just like, fuck, man. Just, just keep taking this. Or like, interest sucks, dude. Like, I, uh, I bought a house last year, and um, so I've made. Like a whatever year's worth of payments, and the other day I was looking at uh, like my principal balance. Like, damn, man, this hasn't even gone down at all. No, it's all interest in the beginning, bro. Fuck. Yeah, Which, bro. hey, it makes sense, but damn, it sucks Airbnb to look at. in that bitch, bro. You got an Dude, extra room. Let people I do come have stay an extra with room. you. Hey, nobody wants to live uh, in Imperial, bro. You're out in the middle of nowhere, huh? Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. No one wants to rent a room in Jeffco. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody might. And they got three crazy ass dogs, dude. Ain't nobody putting up with that. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Living on the solo, huh? Yeah. Dang. 
Yeah, man. But I, yeah, I just think about that, and it's like, fuck, man, it's just crazy. But if I had an extra thousand dollars a month, that would make life a whole lot easier. Yeah, or you can no just doubt. like just wipe that slot, that that fucking slate clean, and just hold my thousand bucks a month until X amount of months or whatever. Yeah, let's work out a deal here. <laughs> like, for real, man. Dude, yeah, uh, here's a student loan debt. I mean, that shit sucks. I went to uh, I went to Jeffco on like the A plus program. Uh, so I went to Jeffco free for two years, and then went to uh, Maryville for w- one semester. And then dropped out, and I have twenty years worth of student loan debt. You have student loan debt mm-hmm. still. One year. Well, I went for I guess it was a year. I went one whole semester, and then about two weeks worth of the next semester, and I was like, ah, I can't do this. I gotta shit. get that gotta paid get off. off. That can't be that expensive. Twenty grand. Twenty grand. Sixteen. What? For a year at Maryville. Golly. That's what I graduated with. Uh, I graduated with like 20K in debt from my undergrad. But then I went back to, what fucked me was I went back to grad school. Mm -hmm. And that's what really fucked me, bro. It wasn't even worth it. Really? Yep. Got my master's in healthcare administration. I thought, all right, man, yeah, I'm working at Express Scripts. Like, this is relevant. This is all good. But then, you know, I don't work there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, it sucks to think I'm paying off student loan debt for shit i didn't even i didn't get nothing out of it yeah well most dude i got my degrees and i still didn't get anything out of it right like, you i mean you get your master or your healthcare, or um, you get your undergrad and you really only have like a 50 50 chance of working in that that field that yeah. you got your degree in yeah i mean we oversell that Wild. shit yeah Unbelievable. and that's the part of growing up here in the midwest right everybody exactly dude, I just, that's what I you have to do that shit i have there's no other choice like yeah at, at that time and in, in my mind i I didn't literally didn't even think about any other options. Mm-hmm. It was okay. You're going to college for what? I don't know, but you got to go. Yeah. If the, you don't, there's you're no loser. other choice. Yeah. No other choice. Which fuck, man, that's wild. Yeah, that's man. Wild dude. Even I think a big thing that could help a lot of kids is taking a year off after high school. Yeah. Like what? Well, that's so frowned upon. I don't understand why. It doesn't make any sense. I, I man. get it from, I, I guess at a certain point where kids are, 18 year olds oh they're just gonna go jack around and screw off but dude if you if you get like oh, mentors are huge oh I yeah think if you get like if you go through high school you're 18 you graduate you get like a good mentor you take a year off and really find what you're interested in then figure out what you do then you want to go to college great it'll be there your whole life yeah college is going whenever anywhere. the hell you want yeah man why why go straight out of high school you you can go when you're 22 you know what I mean? Go work. Go when you're go 25, like when your brain's actually fully developed and you've yeah. lived a little bit of life. Go work, make some money, save up, and then, okay, you decide to go to college. Great. Now you have a little bit of money. It's not going to kill you when you're done with student loan debt. Yeah. And now you're actually, you know what you want to do. Yeah. You've had some time to think about you it. You know what they get you with? And I was just thinking about this is it's a fucking trap because everybody wants to get scholarships and different things and they pretty much only offer those to you like right as you're coming out of high school. Yeah. That's the trap, right? That's a good the, point. the system is a trap because That's it's like, point. all right, well, you want this these particular types of aid, then you need to but really you're better off actually waiting until you're older, right? Because you have to fill out this financial like the FAFSA or whatever it is, the financial aid. It's such a pain in the ass to fill out too. It's a pain in the ass and then even if you're like living on your own, if you don't have kids, unless you're 25 or 24 or whatever it is, you have to use your parents' information anyway. That's the thing, dude. My parents, uh, yeah, you had to 
Especially you, what your even if you're like you can be they don't living, take into account your parents aren't paying for your shit. Yeah, you could be 22 living on your own, 100% independent, but because you're not like 25 or whatever it is, they're gonna take your parents' information. You should have not talked to your mom or dad for four years. It's they a trap. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. And then and then it's like, all right, well you're coming out of high school, right? And then it's like, all right, well you want these, you know, this this uh, this scholarship or that scholarship. It's like, well, it's only for these people. You know what I mean? Right. So in all reality, most scholarships, a lot of those scholarships are. A thousand dollars, two thousand dollars for for a year. You might as well just save up and pay yeah, it. They make it sound so pretty, but yeah, man, it's a scam, bro. It's a scam. I mean, if you want to be a doctor, or a lawyer, or something, go to school for yep, sure, one hundred percent. But I'm just, it, it's not the only path, and it's not necessarily the path right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Take some time. Like, I don't think you should go to college unless you absolutely know what you want to do. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, all right, I figured some things out. This is what I want to do. And it's kind of weird, though, because sometimes, you know, you do take a class in college and it's like, oh, fuck, I really love this. Yeah. And then you do find your path. So I can I can see that one as well. But it's just like that's where uh, that's like like a junior college comes in because at Jeffco, I was able to take like all different kinds of classes. And like a junior college, you're not going to pay out the wazoo. You know, it's relatively cheap compared to like a four year and you can you can kind of explore a little bit. So that's a good option, too. Yeah. JUCOs, um, community colleges. Yeah. But man, people just get caught up in that. It's a rat race, dude. Yep. Or the oh, all my friends are going to Mizzou. I got to go to Mizzou, too. Yeah. Party my ass off and I'll be back home uh, two months. Yeah. I that's out. A lot of people do that. I mean, they spend all this money just to go uh-huh. figure some shit out. It's like you could go do that. You know, go go take a trip, dude. Like yeah. for a fraction of the cost of uh, you know a semester at a university, you can go take a trip somewhere and, and really change the way you see the world. Mm-hmm. Like life changing shit. That's one thing I don't do much is travel. That's why I, that's why I'm traveling so much because I yeah. never did it growing up, and I just decided I'm going to. Dude, I, I I like the idea of it, but I don't. I really don't like being away from home. Well, maybe that's why you should do it because it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And those are the things that you need to be doing. That's a good point. Probably be helpful. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's how we met, right? Up your mindset. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you're doing things that uh, weren't fucking comfortable for you. Yeah, exactly. I'm. uh, Yeah, I don't. I don't like to get out out of my shell much. I don't. I don't do a whole lot of talking to strangers or even uh, holding holding long conversations. It's just not my game. Like, uh, if I don't know you, man, I I know enough people that I have trouble staying in contact with you know like really yeah. good friends that i don't even talk to much um so i just find i just find it hard to hold long conversations with people that i just met yeah you know well, we did it. you reached out to me right and we sat down we had coffee yeah we did but that's a little different because i mean i saw that you had uh, a lot of common interests as me yeah so that's different but like so you feel like you kind of knew me already that's and that's the beauty yeah, of to so, a certain extent that's the beauty of social right you can kind of get to yeah. know people yeah absolutely yeah yeah but like if I was getting coffee, and you ran into me and said, "Hey, what's up? How are you?" I'd be like, hey, "What's up, man?" Yeah, like, that catch, is tough. catch you later. Yeah, like that's that's not my game, but yeah, it's not even like I'm being rude to people. It's just like, I don't. Yeah, like you really aren't that interested in what what I'm doing. They might be though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's an area of growth, Zach. Hey, maybe. Yeah, man. Man, so many different things that uh. That I want to work on, but that's uh that's on the back burner. Yeah, there's there's a lot a lot of things to work on, man. What's next for you? Hmm. Next for me is uh 
spring and summer finally get some baseball games going, dude. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. These, these kids have uh, been working their butts off, so it's going to be fun to go out and travel with these guys and watch them play and have some fun and uh, bring back the glory days for myself. Yeah. It'll be so cool. I cannot wait, dude. I can dig it. You're going to get your underdog uprising stuff on these kids? You're going to have to, bro. Yeah. Somebody's got to wear it. For real, man. <laughs> get it on these kids, man. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. That's fun, too. I've uh, reached out to a couple uh, fighters, man. I know you, you were at Shamrock as well. Um, but dude, there's some, there's some talent, man. Some young talent here. Oh yeah. Fighting wise, dude, it's crazy. A lot um, of good fighters in the city. It's awesome. It's really awesome seeing those guys, dude. Like being backstage at, at the Shamrock, working working with Shamrock is so cool, dude. Just to see, because um, I, I I didn't grow up in in the fight game or the martial arts scene, so it's really cool to see like these guys minutes before they go out and yeah throw fist to cuffs with another grown ass <laughs> man, dude. Just and but I'd say like eighty percent of them just look like another day in the office, calm as hell. Just yeah. Like, All right, like here we go. Yeah. It's I, cool to see. I take that atmosphere for granted. I guess I'm yeah. just so used to it. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's like a different world for me. But uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's definitely a different at- atmosphere to be in, dude. A lot of a lot of guys all back there mingling with each other who are about to fucking fight. Mm-hmm. Expect well, so that venue in particular, it's I think it's great from the uh, from the fan standpoint. Like if you're you know, like the like the ballroom area is really great, but like the backstage area is not the best. It's, right, it's fucking tight. It's, it's tight, the, and you're all on top of each other, and yeah. you're seeing. I mean, I've never fought but if i was i wouldn't want to see who i'm fighting i don't mind it so like much. that night i'd be like dude get that dude away from me it's not that big of a deal it just depends also yeah. like like jordan dowdy and josh weston they're back there talking yeah. a little bit beforehand like they're fucking best buds it's no big deal no yeah yeah but this is what it is man this is it what is it is dude. another day in the office yep just uh, going yeah. out there in front of all these people and just man putting it all on the line I can only imagine that feeling, dude. Getting your hand right, so that's gotta be awesome. Yeah, I mean it's fucking addicting. Um, get that, get that rush, fucking dopamine, coming in after you have a fucking awesome performance. You're half naked out there, a little bit of cold. But then everybody's the other side looking at you. The other side's gotta be just devastating. Dude, it's fucking, it's humiliating. Oh, it's, it's it's terrible to stand in that in that ring cage, whatever, like. After you've lost mm-hmm. and everybody's staring at you, the really but the thing is, it's all your ego just really exactly. being bruised. No because one gives a shit. No one gives a shit, dude. And no one's even looking at you in that moment, really. No, everybody's no just looking at the winner. They're there to watch it. Like that's the whole point, dude. Someone's got to lose. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really cares. And even the people who are around you, um, like they don't care at all. Mm-hmm. Like they just care about you. Yeah, yeah. They just want you to come home safe. Yeah, you know. Yeah, be all right and. But dude, go yeah. grab a beer with you afterwards. Yeah, but a loss will fucking ruin your life. Ah, for I can weeks. imagine, dude. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, that that's but that's what separates the good ones, man. Like the mm-hmm. who bounce back quick from that shit. Yeah. And get right back mindset, to the mindset, dude. Board. Mindset's everything. And yeah. in, in everything, not just fighting, but life. Life in general, dude. Mindset is the name of the game. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. You control that, and you really do anything. Because like everything we've talked about before, it's just it's mindset. Yeah. Like getting up and doing. Uh, doing a workout or doing the dishes it's it's a mindset you know you're gonna do it you're gonna do it yeah if not yeah weak mind there's no try my friend there's no try exactly you do it or you don't 
All right, brother. Let's wrap this up. It's been an hour. Right on. Um, fuck, dude. I'm going to turn the floor over to you. Um, plug your uh, your socials, website, yeah. all that um, good stuff. So website is um, embracealldoubt.com. Um, yeah, for Underdog Uprising. That, that's the website. And uh, Instagram, Underdog Uprising as well. My own Instagram. Shit, I don't even know my handle. You have to look it up. Just type my name. You'll find it. But uh, Zach Rudder. Yep. Is it Dot Rudder? Is there? Is there? I don't think so. I think it's just straight, straight up. Just Zach Rudder. Yep. But yeah, um, check out the website embracealldoubt.com. Uh, we got a section there. You can. Uh, we want to hear your story. Uh, we're looking for underdogs that have gone through, gone through the shit in life, and uh, just trying to build a community of a lot of people who uh, may be down and see if we can't all help each other out. So get on there. Tell us your story and. Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear from you. So, right on, dude. Yeah, appreciate you having me on, man. It's a blessing to be here. Yeah, dude, and I'll uh, I'll tag all this so people can get a hold of you easily, right dude. So, all right, dude. Good deal. Appreciate all right. it. All right, everybody. Till next time.